Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. All right, we don't typically have guests in the 4 o'clock uh, segment, but I said, hey, let's my man Will. We got to make a little room here. Uh, so so uh, Will Kunkel, Fox 26 Houston. Last time we talked to Will, he was uh, down at Astros spring training. Now uh, he's in Indianapolis at the uh, NFL Combine. So well-traveled man. I, I want to start – where we left off last time, Will, with, uh, with with the Astros. Obviously, there were a lot of questions uh, when we had you on, but that that last stretch, I don't know how much longer last week you were actually down there. But but what was what was going on with the Astros at that point in time? What'd you see that you need to that you need to get off your chest? Man, yeah, that was the kind of the end of it. Um, but that man, I don't want. I'm not going to be the guy that's going to hit the panic button right now in spring training, but oh, just hell. looking at the roster of starting pitching and middle relief, it's nerve-wracking to me because I think Jerson Verlander is going to probably be fine. Like I'm not worried about his health. J.P. France a little bit more to start the season, but not throughout. We're playing this game of if Romber Valdez can do this, if Christian Javier, and then if Hunter Brown. The more ifs you play, the more question marks you have, and – you know, I know so many fans have seen them be great, which is why they're holding on. But you look at some of the ERAs from last year, like we know how not good Romper Valdez was down the stretch. And then you look at the middle relief. I mean, they just don't have the middle of the bullpen right now. They're figuring that out during spring training. And that's obviously not an ideal situation to be in. We know how good the back end is. I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about how we're going to get to the point where the 7th, 8th, and ninth are consistently relevant if the pitching has those questions. And 
as Forrest Whitley's going to be a starter. He was going to he was going to be in the bullpen, but I think there's going to be some more questions in the pitching staff than we really want to admit right now. That's my biggest fear, which is why I think they do add a name through at some point in the season. Will that? I mean, that, that's I guess my saving grace with this with this uh, situation you're talking about is just the the sheer surplus, right? I mean, for I've always kind of looked at it from the other the other angle with the Astros. You've got so many arms that can, at the very least, chew up innings in the regular season and give you a chance to win and get in. But once you get there, I mean, it, it would take Fromber, JV not being JV, Fromber being bad, Javier, not, and you just went through all the names. Lance McCullers never coming back. Uh, I mean, Luis Garcia not being you know who he once was at the very least. I mean, I've always tried to look at it, and maybe this is just the Astro fan in me, but I've looked at it like, man, it would take a whole hell of a lot of bad for the Astros to not be in decent shape when it matters most. Oh, they're going to be in it down the stretch in particular because of the offensive line. Like, they have the power to mash through the regular season. The pitching's going to be good enough throughout the regular season to be relevant down the stretch. It's just a matter of do they have the horses when it matters? This team is playing, you know, they get through the regular season in order to get back to the World Series. That's the goal. This isn't a team that's trying to get to the postseason. They, we kind of pen them in every year, so we know that they're going to get to that point. It's just a matter of going through those names and saying, all right, do you want to bet your life, your mortgage on this guy being nails in game two on the road, Farmer Valdez or Christian Javier? You bring up McCullers and Garcia. We don't know what we're going to get from them. There's just we just don't know. You you go through some pitching staffs throughout the, the big leagues and some of the best ones, you just know that those dudes are studs. They're going to be there, and they're good to go. And even then, like, the playoffs are the playoffs. Of course, you can throw that in the mix. It's just That's just my one concern about this roster if, if we're going to, you know, kind of nitpick that way. Well, I mean, it, well, it can be a big concern to talk about the, the back, <laughs> the mid to back half of the rotation and, and guys in front of the big three in the bullpen – all right, I'm just curious, what are the names that you're hearing to that they're trying out in those in those spots that you have concerns with? Because I know you said there's a potential that you think they could add at some point this season. And I know when you say that immediately, people think of guys like Blake, Blake Snell who's out there. But what are the names at the back part of the bull of the rotation and then this middle relief area that that you uh that you sense they could have some problems? Who's who are the guys that would be at those spots starting opening day in your eyes? I mean, I'm Blake Snell's the number one target for me. Jim Crane says that when he's the owner, this window is open. And if you don't have stud pitching, like you're just not going to go far in the playoffs. And we've seen that you can only hit your, yourself so far in the in major league playoffs. The, in the as far as the middle relief is concerned, man, like Rafael Montero, Dylan Coleman, Bennett Souza. I'm looking at their at, their ERAs the other day. I went, I was on the show talking about this. Do you average a handful of these together? If you count Forrest Whitley, who's a, who's going to be a rookie, hasn't p- pitched in the big leagues. Like their average ERA was a seven. I mean, these numbers are not ideal for a World Series contender. We're not talking about just a, a good baseball team in the regular season. That's not what the Astros are. The Astros are a World Series contender, and you've got to be a little bit better in the middle relief innings than you know a 7 ERA. And that's, again, why I say Blake Snell is a real contender for the Astros because Jim Crane wants to win now, and that's what he always talks about and he prides himself on. Wow, so with Verlander, Framber, and Christian Javier, who is their top three, you think they – and Lance potentially coming, I know – 
we've talked about. It. He's a luxury, but that's in the back back of the, the thought, too. You think they need to go that big when it comes to starting pitching and Blake Snell? I, like, this is just a way when I talk to guys, there's so many question marks around Fromber and Christian. Of They were tipping – Fromber admitted he was pitch, tipping pitches last year. Like, if that's the only thing, then okay. But I, I sit here, I'm like, there's no way it goes on that long and you're that ineffective for that long of the season, especially down the stretch, you just don't fix it. Unless just no one noticed it, then that, that brings up another question. But that's why I think they need to bring in somebody significant in order to make a run at the postseason. Now, maybe somebody else just outbids them. And, you know, someone like the Dodgers just has hell. Let's get another guy because that's what they've been known to do down recently. Will, let, let's, uh, let's move on to Indy, man, You where, where you're at now and at, at the Combine. I, I've heard, uh, listening to In the Loop today, they, they talked to Cody Stutes, who was down there, and uh, obviously the Texans are awfully active, uh, particularly with cornerbacks is, is what I'm hearing, man. What, what are you hearing from the Texans down there? Yeah, today was all the cornerbacks. I think tomorrow's going to be the wide receivers. Um, like I was looking at some of the corners out there on the list, and I really sat there and I listened – to Terry and Arnold, the kid out of cor- um, Alabama, the cornerback. Shutdown corner, great man coverage, physical, likes to tackle. He's able, he can play safety. He's, he was talking about that. He, he wouldn't do that. Um, I really like this guy for the Texans. Here's the issue. He's probably going to be the first, maybe second corner taken off the board, probably 15th or, or so to the Colts is where I was looking at him when I was kind of looking at the draft and who's available. Um, but I honestly think, that the Texans are going to be going with defensive tackle. I just think that that's the way that D'Amico Ryans wants to build this team, which is the proper way to build it, inside out, front to back. Football doesn't change. Don't overthink it. You've got to build it that way. And I think if you can get somebody up the middle who's going to be a disruptor, that's who they're going to go out and get. And I can't, I'm forgetting the kid's name from Texas, but I think that's someone that will, they'll be eyeing. Sweater Murphy, uh, the, one of the two. Yeah, Murphy, Murphy, Murphy. Because I, I think he's real disruptive. He gets the ball off the ball quick. He can shoot the gaps, and he can. If you can get a guy that can create pressure up the middle, and then you bring back Grenard and you have Will Anderson, that that brings you into a different category of pass rushing, which then of course speeds up everything on the back end. So your corners don't have to be as locked down as you would like if you can't get to the quarterback as successfully. You know how that works and how they rush and protect together. Uh, D'Amico has talked about that a lot and, and rushing in unison and covering wide receivers. So I think they go on the defensive lines is my guess. Mm, well, it, it's interesting, Will, because listening to D'Amico and Nick, they don't, they don't really give you a lot to go on to, to, <laughs> no, to kind of get a feel of where they are. And, uh, and the one thing, though, as soon as the season ended, D'Amico talked about that front seven and that defensive line, and I can see where you, you go that route. Uh, you you get the sense because if you say if you say um, Murphy, I see him going in the low teens. You know between that that time, you think they would be aggressive and potentially go up and get a guy. Do you get the feel that 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 could be in the cards, or or they may just sit and, and chill with with what could come to them at twenty three? I'd be surprised if they trade up. I think that they don't need to be given anything up. To, like I don't think anyone's that wild of a game changer like a Will Anderson was, obviously, last year. So I don't think they really move up. This year, I think you can get good value at 24. It was 24, 23? 23. Where, where were they sit? 23. I think you get good value. I think you can get a good wide receiver at 23. You can get a good interior 
Lineman at 23, you can get a good defensive tackle depending on who goes off the board ahead of you. Like That's what's so crazy about trying to predict this. you got to predict 23 other teams ahead of you and their moves and their trades and what they want. And then you got to be right about all that in order to see who's still available. So that's why it's easier to say, like the kid out of Alabama, it's easier to say that he'll be off the board because he's probably the best in the draft uh, corner. Um, but that's I think you can get value at 23 so I think they stay there. You don't don't give up anything. You're not that close to to winning a Super Bowl at this moment. They have a few gaps that they can still fill. Will, what what is that? What does the combine look like for you down there, man? Take us take us through your day. I know there's probably a lot of rushing around to wait, actually. But but what does that day? <laughs> what does that day look like? Uh, give us a peek behind the curtain of, of what it looks like for you. Hurry up and wait. Hang out and <laughs> sit around and watch. <laughs> watch a lot of other people do interviews. Wait until you get your turn. You know, there's let's. I think there's eight main podiums where all the players line up and they'll sit there and they'll get peppered with questions by the media. And you can kind of bounce around podium to podium. There's some side podiums for some of the lesser guys, uh, lesser known guys, I should say. And then they all kind of, you know, let's say today between 11 and noon, there's eight guys talking at once and they each have 10 minute segments. And while they're not up on the podium, they'll be doing interviews with CBS. They'll be doing interviews with Fox. They'll be doing interviews with NBC and, and whoever else is there, the athletic radio shows, local news guys that they know from their hometown are there. It is a well-oiled machine. And if Indianapolis ever loses the combine people will riot because it is <laughs> done so dang well. And that's crazy to say, because they tried to move it to Los los angeles once and people are like hell no like it's 45 minutes away everyone here is centrally located and it's one of the best it's the best event from a networking standpoint that you can possibly get with the most popular sport in all of america i mean you're out with the biggest names in the industry coaches and players and media all together nobody's got their phones out no one's taking pictures no autographs it's business but it's fun and it's a way to get to know people also away from the press conference style so you can get to know them as human beings and they can see a different side of you versus you peppering questions at them which is a antagonistic style of communication anyway so it, i love the combine every year well what uh, will did i know you came home briefly out here in houston man did you get a chance to make it out to the uh the cookout or anything i mean so i didn't I had my schedule all wrong, didn't know anything, and missed the cookout. But we did get to the rodeo. First night, my wife's first rodeo. She had an absolute blast. I've been to a few in my day. But first time at the Houston rodeo. That thing is nuts, man. It is absolutely humongous. We saw Blake Shellen bring out Gwen Stefani. The place went bonkers. It was, I mean, it was a good time. And we're going back on Saturday. So if anybody's out there, holler if you see us because – I can't wait to go back out there and how much of a deal it is. Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani at the wife's first rodeo. I bet she, I bet she was. Yeah, I, I bet mean, she went bananas. Oh, oh right. not that's bad, cute. right? That's cute bananas. That's cute, Ron. Well, and, and then we get to yeah, we get to use my media pass. So it was free ninety nine. She's like, this is hell a big yeah, deal. <laughs> hell yeah, man. Uh, we get man, drink he's... tickets responsibly. <laughs> Telling you, man. Will Will Clint is coming at me, and and the listeners are too because. I got a few tickets to go to, uh, you know, families coming in town. They, they've been, never been to the rodeo. I got a few tickets. He abuses it, Will. He I abuses got, the company perks, man. I got eight <laughs> tickets. I got my kids, my their grandparents. They're in town. We're all going. And he's he's talking about looking down on me because I got a few tickets. 
You go take Bro, advantage Bro, it is the it. best event. In it's like we were talking to someone there that was involved. It's the biggest, richest rodeo in the world. It raises nearly half a billion dollars. Like, this isn't some small-timey event. You're like, oh, this is cool for Houston. It is legit. You open up your mouth, and you never know what you can get. <laughs> Hell, you Both mouths get don't get fed, Come baby. On, Will. <laughs> I'm trying to tell hey, hey, don't, don't egg him on, Will. I'm That's trying right. to keep him under wraps over here, man. <laughs> All right, brother. Will, we, we appreciate you joining us once again, giving us a few minutes from Indianapolis, man. All right, brother. I appreciate you guys. I know my wife's listening. Hannah, do not go get a rabbit. Stay away from the petting zoo. I'm out of town. <laughs> Love you. See you guys. Thank you. That's All great. Right. Will Kunkel, Fox 26, uh, at the combine. Man, he he stays on on the road, doesn't he? He does, man. That's a that that's a relationship I never saw coming. What's that? That Gwen Stefani, Blake Shelton. Yeah, well, neither did Miranda. <laughs> neither did Miranda, Chief. He's rough sledding for her, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that, that she really didn't see it coming. But I just, I never saw those two collide colliding together. I mean, the thing, like Miranda went from Miranda went from Blake Shelton, like country boy, just, I mean, don't don't really give to it. Clearly, it doesn't work out. Just just a good old country boy, beer drinking, boot wearing, easy going. And then she goes and finds her some little little uh, model looking cop. Is that what that, she's with? Oh I yeah, don't know man. Who she's, yeah, got it. Got her. Got her a little. I think he was a cop. I don't. I don't think he's. Uh, I, I don't know that he's working anymore. But uh, yeah, she. She. I, she went completely one eighty. But I guess in a roundabout way he did too because I don't I know if they're much like other than they can both sing. Gwen Stefani, Blake Shelton. Never would have picked that one. Which one? Which Which one surprises you more, Blake's side of it or or hers? Not Blake's side. Not Blake's side at all. I can. I mean, I. I feel like we can get down with. We could. We could make our our eyes. Work with almost anything. Sure. I, yeah, I just like no, I could like I could see them getting it in one night or two, but like man, we're gonna make a life together, the two of us. Just I, didn't I see know, I know you're, I, I know you're married and all, but what do you think, man? Let's let's bust this thing up, make a life together. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, I Gwen. I don't yeah, know. Was Gwen that, married? Was, was Gwen? Who was Gwen married to? She was married to before, wasn't she? I can't. Was she? Was she? I don't know. Hell yeah. She, she, was she married to the guy from Bush? Maybe I've made that up. Gavin? Maybe I've made that Gavin up. Gavin DeGraw? Have I made that up? Is that up? Gavin DeGraw from Bush? I'm not sure. Let's uh let's look at this and go to break. Coming up. Um man, maybe Emei Udoka is he's potentially gonna put himself in hot water if he doesn't hurry up and make a decision. We'll discuss that coming up next. Is it? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Welcome back in. I, I, you know, I, I, I do find it a little odd. I don't know how I pulled uh, Bush and Gavin. I didn't have Gavin's last name, Rosdale. I had Gavin. I, that is, I don't know why I know that. I do. <laughs> you got a steel trap over all them damn documentaries you watch. I do remember. I probably watched a behind the music on No Doubt about eight ten years ago. I think that's which I, think I don't know. I don't know what that says about you, but but I mean, <laughs> I you must have been bored as hell. I mean, I, I can see where documentaries on like bands and stuff. Like, if, No Doubt. Oh yeah, that was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, you go on Spice Girls next? No, I did. I watched. I remember I was on a run watching them. I think I watched one on Green Day. These are bands I didn't. I didn't listen to their music, but I. But I'm just uh, interested. I'm interested old, in greatness. Your old buddy that that knows Kings of Leon got you. Got you. Got you interested, <laughs> yeah, didn't was. he? I like greatness. I like to watch how people got got going and the ups and downs of life. But I think that's where I pulled that that. That Gavin Rosdale. While you're over there trying to figure that out, Ron, I we repeatedly looked at those photos. I still don't know how those two came together. Yes, I, I agree. That is, that is a <laughs> it's an interesting couple. But but why why you're looking at that, Ron? We we just had Will Kunkel of Fox 26 Houston on. He's down at the combine in Indy. Big dub. And uh, I, I was I was digging through uh, some social media stuff before he came on, and and I always like like to just catch up and see what's kind of piqued their interest and where they've been, what they've been doing. And I don't know why, but I came across. And this has nothing to do with Will. I don't know why I'm using him, but um, I came across a video, Ron. Of it's it's not Kool Aid McKinstry. It's it's the corner that he was talking about from Alabama. The other one, Arnold. Um, it, I always find it interesting some of the questions that these guys say that they're asked in these meetings. With with it. he got a, apparently this this corner from Alabama got asked uh, whether he had an OnlyFans site or not account or not. They must know he did. Right. Well, no, he, he. Or is that something that people are always? Is that a question that is? Well, I, I think I, I'm not sure. I have I've just um re, I've just kind of heard bits and pieces of this. I say over the last month that like, and I don't know any of the details, so I don't know if I could be complete. Somebody may be laughing at me, but there's the way that these these models and these women ultimately and uh, and, and people are making money on OnlyFans. I think there's something about some of these athletes and celebrities being able to use OnlyFans to make money in, in a different way, not the same way that that typically OnlyFans is used. So I, that may be where it's coming from. Is like there may be some athletes out there that do have an OnlyFans account that that they're making money off of somehow. And I don't know what they're doing, um, but still, like who who like who sits across 
from a dude that you you're thinking about drafting in the first round and 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 plays corner. I mean, one of the best athletes in the world right now, and goes, you got, you got an OnlyFans account? Do you? I, I mean, like some it, of these questions like you ask you, that you know it. You well, know, you think there's got to be a reason, a right? Reason he, his response now it was just a snippet, but his response was like, "Where the hell do you get that? No, I ain't got no damn OnlyFans account. Where would you get that from?" But like, like I don't, I don't. I'm just. I can't. Well, I can't see Nick asking that. I just don't know why anybody would. Like know, every every year, every, like every year, a handful of questions I mean, they, they emerge that you're just like, what? I mean, unfortunately, some of them have to do with with kids' backgrounds and stuff like that. That I understand why you may ask. The Des Bryant one was the, the what was, the was which one was that? What did they? His mom, if his mom was prostitute or something. like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that, that's I don't get why why any of it needs to be asked at that point in time anyway. But damn, man, I just couldn't see Nick Casario asking anybody any any, any weird questions. You got an OnlyFans? You got an OnlyFans account? Did you see Nick? Just hey, got an OnlyFans account? He he. If he does, if if they are asking unusual questions, I think, I think Nick's got a guy to ask that question instead of instead of him. Yeah, that's that's wild. Anyway, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Your train of thought no, there. I just no, no. Speaking of the combine, I see some people getting football horny. Chop Robinson ran a four 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 nine. How big is he? How he big is Chop? Man. Let me see what Chop is. Chop Chop, a uh, defensive lineman out of uh, out of Penn State. Yep. Uh, four four nine. He is six three. Can't get the weight. Um. Well, damn. Is he the one with the long 254, reach? Two fifty four. Six three. Is is he the one with? No, that's the kid out of Alabama. At he, least that's what he was at Penn State. Six three. Two fifty four. We'll see what he weighs in at the combine. But ran a four four nine. I tell you who I who I enjoyed. Tavondre Sweat. You know, people was all on his ass. Why is that? Because you know he went to the. Uh, I I heard John. Uh, John Harris, a sideline reporter, you hear him behind us on Texas All Access. He said uh, at the Senior Bowl, Devondre just walked right on past that scale. What getting on it there? That's <laughs> <laughs> what John said. No, nah, I'm all set. I'm good. I'm good, fellas. Because he, because <laughs> John said that cat was he was a he was a biscuit short of 370. Is what he thought he was. He he was a biscuit short of 370 today. Yeah, he was two six or 366 today when he weighed in yesterday. They were saying he he said. Y'all all see tomorrow. That's what he told him. Y'all all see what I weigh tomorrow. Three sixty six. He ran a five two seven. I heard I heard Cody Stutes on uh, in the loop today, uh, talking about him and just talking about how you know how just unique of a human being he is in terms of how how heavy he is, how well he moves, how athletic he is. Um, I, I do. For some reason, I pause though with a guy that big, and D'Amico. Like I, I don't, I don't. I, yeah, it I don't seem like that fits with their. It like does. Three sixty six, three seven. Let's three seventy. I'm gonna round him up. Three seventy. That sounds like because I mean, come on. That's what he did to get in his best. That that sounds like Ted Washington. That sounds like a nose guard that you put yeah, right. Sam Adams. Dude, that's what that sounds like. And I know he's uh, according to several people that have seen him, including Cody Stutes. I mean, he he obviously is much more athletic than than what you think when you hear three sixty six. But that's. Like I don't know how at three sixty six you you play a penetrating D tackle. Yeah, I don't like to think, me that to me that's it. got three four nose guard written all over it. I mean that's just now you, you can. I mean I mean if he's that big of a freak, I mean what's my man Jordan Davis in in uh, in Philly? I mean they're 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 running a four three, ain't they? They were a four three defense, weren't they? 
And so and and he's a D tackle. So I mean, I I guess, but he hell, I don't think he's three seventy though. But he's but he's but he's a different. He's looking. a tall three. If he's three seventy, he's a tall three seventy. Yeah, it's just it just like that, that's a good point. That just doesn't fit into the line of what they were like. Eric Armstead, Eric Armstead, and um, and uh, the who is it from the Colts that the the Niners oh, traded from ninety nine? He's their their best guy. But those used to be the starters in the middle there. Eric Armstead is their defensive tackle. He's six seven two ninety, right? For the, yeah. And and um, what is his name? It's not. It starts with a B. I don't know why. I've just lost it. I'm sure Greg is somewhere. I'm sorry. I can't help you, man. Too. But uh, but but yeah, that those were the those were the like the Forrest Buckner. Yeah, those were those like their sizes. Yeah, he's he's two ninety five. They're both under three hundred pounds. Yeah. Those were. Kind of the 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 sizes that D'Amico had and what they had in San Francisco. So yeah, and if I I could see I could see I could see his teammate. Yeah, yeah. Byron. Yeah, Murphy. Yeah, I, I could see that. But like what Will said, they're not going to move guys, up. Well, then the hell they're not going to get him. Yeah. If they're not in, in the thoughts of moving up, but yeah, three sixty six. Yeah, Sweat. He's a fun character. He'd be fun to. The cover, he seems like he seems like a fun guy. But you're right; I, that doesn't sound like the fit. Um, that uh, that it sounds like he would be. All right, coming up, I want to give you some uh, some news that just came out. News that just came out for an important player for the Texans, and we'll see if that makes Clint feels a little different about his season. We'll let you know that coming up next, right here, live on the drive. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, here is some news. Here is some news. If you are a Texans fan, you need to hear. Uh, Here is some news, Clinton. I wonder if this will make you feel any different about this past season or where you are. This is according to Aaron Wilson, folks. Pro Bowl left tackle Laramie Tunzel underwent successful arthroscopic knee say, surgery. Say it again. <laughs> arthroscopic <laughs> knee surgery in Dallas. Expected to make a full and fast recovery after dealing with some swelling and tightness during the season and having it drained a few times per league sources. So he had it drained a few times during the season. We had talked. You had, had speculated, most of us speculated, it sounded like he had something done. It sounded like there was something done, maybe a, a procedure, because he missed a couple of games there when we first heard about the injury. He had it drained multiple times, 
a few times in this uh, in this report from Aaron Wilson, and they went ahead and had knee surgery. Not a major surprise to hear that he would have some sort some sort of off season surgery to deal with whatever had him on the injury report every single week. Yeah. But there it is. Clearly, he wasn't right. Uh, this uh, does make you feel a, a a little bit better about the performance last year. No. No, I, I mean, drain multiple. Times. I mean, if if you really want to get into it, I mean, I guess that I makes guess me feel a little bit better about the performance. About about his at some point, sometimes no. he looked like he was just like hell. It looked like at times he was he didn't look like the person from a pass for per, pass percent pass, pass protection, protection perspective. Perspective. Well, that was oh, a whole lot in there. Baby. He didn't Hello. look. He didn't look like the guy that was the best at that. All right, his his knee drained up multiple times, a few times, and still was a pro bowler uh, um, last year. I, it, it makes me feel a little bit better, a little bit better. Like, listen, he's not the most physical guy that I know that bothers you to begin with, but I, I could think if his knee was bothering him to a point where it was drained multiple, several times, that, that maybe that added to it. So I do feel a little bit better. A little bit better about his performance. Yeah, I mean, look, if you want to get if we want to get into into the weeds here, I mean, should maybe maybe should I cut him a little slack with the not practicing thing? If this is the case, sure, okay, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe that. But no, look, if 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 you're able to go out there and play, and you are a Pro Bowl caliber player, and week in week out you go out there and play, and and there is a severe lack of physicality, and there are moments during the season. Um, when the the opposing defensive end for four quarters chooses to go against you instead of George Fant at the other end, and he goes out there and plays so well, he gets the AFC Defensive Player of the Year. No, the the the, the week, tight yeah. the the Josh tight Allen knee is. that has a little swelling and some fluid in it isn't going doesn't make me feel any better about it. I think it explains. Listen, I've I've never had, and maybe you have. Obviously, I. I've never had any kind of injury and played football, especially not at a high level like you have. I've never had the knee thing at all, but to imagine this to me kind of maybe explains a little bit of just the up and down nature. Could it be like, all right, one day he's feeling a lot better than he was, and then another day, because we would see the Cleveland game in the playoff game, he just absolutely shut Miles Garrett yeah, down, yeah. who was the defensive player of the year, right? And then the next week, what's my man's name? But but Kyle but, Van Oy, you know, he was struggling with Kyle Van Oy yeah, with the Ravens. The yeah. next week, it, like it maybe it may explain a little bit of knee feeling certain ways, certain weeks, certain others, because he was a lot more inconsistent than we generally see. Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, look, I, I mean, I I'm not forgiving I, I him guess, for everything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we we can. We, I guess. Uh, look, I, I don't. There was there was there were there were. Very few, if any, moments where there was noticeable limping and 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 struggling, and I'm talking about like that you could physically see. I know there was a game late in the season when he went down and had to come out and went back in, kind of deal. But well, that like it looked like he popped his kneecap back in place. Whatever he did, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't. I mean, look, every every offensive lineman in a 17 game season is is has a chance of getting his knee drained a couple of times, or getting something drained a couple of times, or having arthroscopic. Surgery after after the season. Um, I'm not minimizing it. Look, it's but it but it's it's why you make twenty plus million dollars a year and and you're you're built the way you are. You're the athlete that you are, and 
I mean, part of playing the game is you play injured. Um, you play with issues in your knees, and you wait till the off season to go get them go get them operated on. Um, I don't want to minimize what the guy goes through. I get that, but I mean, they all go through that. Uh, they're they're all going through tough times. They're all playing through battles. I I don't. I mean, my my biggest my biggest I guess gripe about this offensive line, and I don't know if it's coaching or or if it's just a lack of physicality, is is again what appears to be just a total a total lack of interest in being physical. So a a, a knee a knee situation with Titus really doesn't change. I mean, Titus is. I mean, I mean, Laramie is. I mean, it, from a pass protecting standpoint, I, I'll take I'll take Laramie Tunsil ten out of ten times. I mean, I, even after watching Josh Allen torch him on Sunday, I mean, Larry, Laramie Tunsil is is one of, if not the best, pass blocking left tackle in the game. Cool, I get it. That's not my. I, I don't have a problem. I'm not hung up on that on that Josh Allen game. I, I'm I, I'm I'm hung up on on what appears to be the 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 lack of interest in being physical and the fact that he's the highest paid and he's a leader in that room and it's all, and, and the old line does that. Yeah, I, I just that's that's my concern. I, my my concern was a, hey, you know, I hope he's injured because is this is this what he's going to be? That was my thinking. Like, is this what he's going to be? You've made him the highest paid offensive lineman in football, and is this what you're going to get from him? I'll just say, looking at that, hearing this, you know, I it, for me it at least explains somewhat of his up and down play is maybe he, he his leg and knee was feeling a certain way from time to time. I just feel better about the fact of the Laramie Tunzel that we watched play last last year, there is at least an explanation to why he looked the way he did at times. And that because I, I would be really concerned for the Texans if that guy who played on the left side last year is gonna play that way next year. And you got you had games where he struggled with Kyle Van Oy against the Ravens, which stood out and jumped out. Josh Allen. Josh Allen had 17 and a half sacks this year. He's good. He's He shouldn't dominate Laramie Tunzel the way he did. Hopefully, you know, you see him more in ways like you did against Miles Garrett. So I, I, I feel better for the Texans that it is at least something explainable <laughs> to why he had such struggles last year. That That at least, at least for me. At least for me on that one. So if you're just jumping in, um, Laramie Tunzel, and we'll uh, we'll cover this as much as we get uh, as we get more information we get here the last hour of the show. But Laramie Tunzel underwent successful surgery on his knee in Dallas uh, today. Is going to make a full recovery. He had been dealing with those issues, swelling and tightness throughout the throughout the season. Had his knee drained a few times per league sources that report from uh, Aaron Wilson. So. That is the latest there with uh, with Laramie Tunzel. All right, the Rockets, they're going to get back on it here. they got two games in a row against the uh, the Phoenix Suns, Clint, and we've been talking about it. Uh, we talked about it yesterday with Brandon. It feels like it's they're at a place where uh, have they reached the point where you really have to be concerned about losing potentially a Jalen Green, which I think is a fair thought losing a Jalen Green and do you continue to keep his role the same that it has been he's been a starter on this team and when he's out there he is somebody they try to run offense for I felt like it's been time Amen Thompson Cam uh, they they seem like they should get more minutes and his minutes have been dropping anyway hasn't been closing out a lot of games 
I thought you brought up an excellent point with Brandon yesterday, Clint, and and I agree with it. At some point, you have to move from the thought of, hey, let's really, really see what we can get the best out of Jalen Green to, yo, Jalen Green is one of a handful of young players that we have on this roster to where people are going to start looking at Udoka funny like, what do what, like, what are we doing? What's the plan? Yeah, what, like, what, what are we doing to get better here? I, I, to me, Ron, that's the that's the big. It, it has nothing. And I agree with the 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 Amen Thompson and the Cam Whitmore and all that kind of those, those guys getting some attention, getting more run. But to me, th- this is more about you worry about losing Jalen Green, and so you handle him with kid gloves. And if you're not careful in the process, Ime Udoka is going to lose the Rockets. Like like the the the, the other players are going to lose respect and belief in what the hell the plan is from M.A. Udoka if if you're sitting here as the team spiraling and, and appears to be getting worse, if if you're if you're making decisions based on Jalen Green's well being and Jalen Green's we mindset be that. and instead of instead of what's best for the team to win right now. I mean at some point and I don't know if they're there or not, but at some point every rebuild reaches a, a, a threshold of like, all right, let's start making decisions to win. Let's let's have a sense of urgency to win foot, win basketball games. Let's let and that, maybe they're there, maybe they're not. But at some point, Fred Van Fleet is going to get tired of putting effort into this rebuild on his end, just to have the game day come around and the head coach go, oh, we're gonna we're gonna keep starting Jalen Green, even though. Everybody that watches the Rockets sees the other cats should be getting more run. At some point, the guys like Fred Van Fleet, they're going to get tired of it. They're going to lose respect. They're going to lose belief. And so I think it's more about Ime Udoka and the Rockets overall than it is Jalen Green at this point in time. No, absolutely. And and to the head coach, Ime Udoka, at some point, like, yes, I understand the Jalen Green thing. But let's start. I mean, I think we've reached a point to understand where you got a you got a pretty good feel that Emay's going to be here longer than Jalen Green is going to be here, unless he really blows it up here. And you got you got you got a crew of guys, and like you said, you got veterans. Fred Van Fleet, who has won a championship before, and and, and Dylan Brooks, however you think he is, he has been on successful teams before. To look at, hey man, you're trying to instill this culture. Jeff Green just won a championship. You're trying to instill this culture. And we're running this dude, you know, out yeah. here, and it's, when it's is not enough coming. Enough. Yeah, yeah, it's not coming together. So, you know, guys are going to they're going to be looking at you for that, and he's got to lay it down. I don't know how long it's going to take, but it has been clear that there needs to be a change yeah. and a move being made. And I think we're past losing Jalen Green. I think personally, I think you've lost Jalen Green. I think I think that is that is over. That is over, and I know you want to get as much as you can potentially out of him, but now it seems like it's time for these other young guys to get their to get their opportunity. All right, coming up. Ah, hell, let's do it. Your final opportunity. Your final opportunity. Five o'clock fire will kick off with your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Whiskey Myers coming up March 11th on Monday. Tell a friend. Tell multiple others. Your opportunity comes up. As soon as we get back, Whiskey Meyer tickets coming up right here next on The Drive. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.